Alfred Espidal is a 26-year-old entrepreneur whose startup, Launchable, is an augmented reality company out of Orlando. We chat a little bit about education in AR and also how Orlando could improve its startup ecosystem. All right, so... Um, Hi, everybody. This is Marco Santana, and this is the first episode of Starting Up Florida. We are going to have a weekly look at the startup scene in starting in Orlando, right? And yeah. then uh, hopefully moving on to other parts of the state. I am here with Alfred Espital. Yep. Um, you are with Team Launchable yep. and, and located right downtown Orlando. Tell me, first of all, uh, what, what you guys do. Give everyone an idea of what you guys are, are all about here. Well, okay, no problem. Um, Thanks for having me here anyways. Um, well, we're launchable. We're here downtown Orlando. You can easily find us. We provide augmented solutions or AR to these large enterprise companies and other businesses. So we license our technology to either help them reach a new audience, their marketing needs, or even streamline the whole process for them inside their industries. You have your, you have your, uh, your pitch going right now but for yeah. the average person what does that mean like tell so, me you know, uh, tell me what your, easy, your product does easy breakdown of it if you're familiar with snapchat or instagram they do these nice things called filters or like this facial recognition mm-hmm. you know when you like get the dog ears on your right, on your right, face right well that is called augmented reality we provide this like you know those ar pieces to companies that want to have that into say their pre-existing application like mm-hmm. their pre-existing application or they want to use our application and they want to either streamline a process like fix something within their company or they want to reach a new audience like right, these right. young millennials. Right. Cuz we look at that we look at Snapchat, we look at Instagram and for yep. us it's a it's a it's a fun new feature. You look at it as a potential business, right? How, of course. How, how did that come about? Like like where where did your business background come from? Like did you just see that and say not Let's at, make money on this, or <laughs> I wish it, I, <laughs> I wish it came like that, but not at all. It, it started more of like an edtech product. Uh, we started off in our early stages, and we were realizing we can service. You know, we can teach kids how to read with this. We can actually educate the youth with this. So originally, it was just a solution that we were going to give back to my old middle school, and it started off with Mrs. Buckland, <laughs> and uh, she taught me. She actually taught me how to read. Right. So I asked her how she'd teach me how to read again, and she explained to me some really lame ways. I'm like, this is what you need to start with. And then my cousin one day came up with us a, like an idea, and he goes, you should probably could you could put a kid inside of a book, and we were talking about VR at the time. Mm-hmm. Then we started playing around with VR, and I was like, you know what? I kind of don't want to do this. Then Why, air, why not? Because there were so many moving components on it. Right. Like, all right, at the time, Oculus Go didn't come out, which is a standalone headset. And right now it was like, all right, you can either use a headset, uh, like a headset and then a phone, or you can use a standalone headset with a, like a massive computer, mm-hmm. which not everyone's going to have. And like, well... And you have to build a whole environment yeah, too, whole, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just a little too much. There's way yeah. too much components. And we're like, well, this is going to service my old middle school. Unfortunately, it's in, you know, it's a lower income neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So like, well, you're not going to have any of this cool stuff, but you know what they have? They got smartphones. Right, right. So it's like, all right, well, everyone has a smartphone. That's where AR came about. We're like, well, we can just make these augmented pieces show up out of a book. And we're like, well, that's pretty cool. Right. And then once we did that, we're like, we'll put it on a business card because no one wants to talk to us. (laughs) And we're like, because you'll go to trade shows, you'll go to events, and then you're like, hi, my name is Alfred. How are you doing? X, Y, and Z. 
no one talks to you. Yeah, I go to those things and I, I'll get the business card and it'll go right into my pack and probably never see it again. Exactly, right? And then it sits in your pack. No, no offense to anybody out there yeah. who's giving me their business card. But the truth fast. is your business card doesn't do anything for you unless you can get the guy to remember you. Right. So this was a way we created just to remember, like to remember me. Like, hey, my name is Alfred. Check it out. And I like show them my business card after we put a moon landing on it. Right. And they're right. like, whoa, it's really cool. So as we were telling the kids like in our booth, this is awesome actually, at uh, Otronicon, mm-hmm. we set up a booth and kids would be drawn in. They're like checking out you know, um, like this air book we created and like this learning tools that we created. And then the parent would come up and it happened to be a dad who was in business. Right. And right. I was just like, here, this is something for you. I'm like, if you want to get in contact with me and he's just like X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. And I show him my business card and I do like, I'll show him mm-hmm. my phone and a rocket land on it. And then it approached like these buttons that would have my contact information. And he freaked out. He mm-hmm. goes, how do I get that? Gave him my business card, and then next, you know, I'm like, wow, we have a customer who just wants our business right. card? <laughs> right. Well, tell me about it, because as a startup, yeah. you know, you, you, one of the things that I think is, is, is something that everyone connects with as a startup is you need that first kind of res- positive response yeah. to what you're trying to do, right? Because for you, it's an idea. Exactly. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a high-tech idea, so people are, are into it. But when you first got that, that reaction of, like, I want you to do this for me, what was, what was that like? It's more shocking. You're yeah. like, because that's not the service I'm giving you. I'm like, this is the service. It's here on my left. And you're like, I want the thing on the right. right. And you're like, right. you know what? I can, I can do that. Right, right. <laughs> so you realize you need to pivot. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you can pivot, like, and you're flexible, like, you'll succeed. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll get to the market. This is, this is the part where if this was a, a video cast, I would yeah. put, like, pivot on the screen <laughs> and say, here's, a, here's the uh, yeah. definition. But Talk to me what a, what a pivot is, but also, also what it's like to have to kind of admit that maybe you're going at this the wrong way. Um, honestly, your market will tell you you're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, th- I mean, there's so many people tell you, like, listen to the market. And, honestly, you're going to think you're right all the time. But you're not. Because you're not the guy paying for it mm-hmm. unless you can fund the whole thing, right? A pivot is so important because as an early stage startup, you're like, I can move left and right much faster than any of these big corporations. Mm-hmm. These big corporations can't make these small moves. It's a right. giant boat. Right, right now we're in a speedboat or a jet ski. Mm-hmm. Where we can make <laughs> turns left and right no matter what. Cool, people want me to pay to do this. I'm turning right. Right. Like you'll get to that point. But these massive boats can't do it. So if you can just pivot your business small to... You know, like if you want making, if you want to make money, you pivot towards that way. Mm-hmm. Like, but don't chase the money. Like, I'm good at these things. I'll go towards. I'll move this way. Well, that was it. That's interesting because you know there is this this whole stigma of like large companies, especially like publicly traded companies. Yeah. You, I mean, you 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 kind of look at the span of you know early stage startups to these large larger publicly traded companies and everything in between, right? Um, it's interesting to me to see the younger ones or the early, probably the smaller ones that are, I don't know what the right adjective yeah. is, but like the, the ones that have been around very long or have a smaller kind of workforce are able to say, you know, hey guys, we're, we're going this route now. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, I think that to me is one of the interesting aspects of business and how startups are yeah. able to create an advantage for themselves because there aren't, aren't yeah. many when it comes to startups compared to some of the bigger, well-heeled companies. Yeah. I mean, if, there's a great book I, I recommend. It's uh, Exponential Organizations. Mm-hmm. And it just talks about like these giant corporations that can't do pivots because of bureaucracy. Hmm. So like us being like our bureaucracy. Being, you are your bureaucracy. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Guys, you want to do this? Let's do it. Right. Like. All right, well, how many people are we talking in the room? We talked to like eight different people in right. the room. Are you guys cool to just start making on this project? And it's like to put this one behind? 
yeah, let's do it. That one's going right. to pay us. Let's do it. <laughs> you could literally take a hand, raise yeah, your hand if you want to do this. Okay, let's do it. You turn around and you're like, your buddy's behind you. Like, you want to do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> and opposed to like working with these enterprise companies, you're like, guys, we have to, you know, get new coffee for the office. And then right. they're like, okay, we'll put a poll out. next By next week, we'll know right. what brands we want to deal with. Right. What three three of our sponsors want, want in on this? Which ones are we going to Which we ones choose? do we have to use for the, just the office? And you're like... Well, that's kind of crazy. Well, right. how can you make an actual move? I mean, we're working at an enterprise company right now, and mm-hmm. they're like, for us to get anything to push over, it has to get reviewed by so many different steps. Mm-hmm. It takes about three weeks to get something signed. And you're like, oh my gosh. That's a, that's a dynamic that I, 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 I would bet, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I would bet that you didn't foresee, right? Because in, in your eyes, when you're a startup entrepreneur... I feel like you know what you want to do, and yeah, you have to pivot here and there and, and make di- like different changes. Yeah. But you don't foresee like okay, there's outside forces that are gonna kind of limit the, the speed that you can do things. Yeah, you don't. You think you know the answers. Right. But then you realize you know nothing. Right. <laughs> right. right. And they, you know nothing. And they'll you probably know. tell you you yeah. know nothing very quickly. Yeah, they definitely will smack you down, and then you're like, but you know what? I know one thing better than you, and that's why you're buying from me. Right, right. <laughs> right so you got to keep gotta hang your yeah. head on that. You got to keep that one thing that you're good at and know that they came to you for that, you know? So moving back to, the, to this pivot, I mean, you, you did yeah. uh, decide to do um, the, the business card uh, angle. Yeah. Um, why, why is, you know, the, the, the guy who you said you saw at Otronicon, um, you know, what, what do you think kind of drew him? What is it about AR that's, that has people... Um, it's just, two two questions. Yeah. Number one, what is it about air that does that? Number two, how do you not waste the excitement <laughs> and like you know end up yeah. end up losing the the potential to to you know? Yeah, and I think yeah. that's. I mean, AR is an is a novelty piece, and the, the difference between us and and I mean, no offense to any other AR company out there, but like we are better than you, and there is a reason. <laughs> <laughs> like they they figure out like you know like a lot of these AR companies are it's it's novelty like you said, but we find it to you know like their industry where we, we kind of make it around their business model mm-hmm. and if you can figure out how they actually can use it and, and get a turnover rate and get an ROI out of it that's really more important and that's what appealed to like you know like anybody but opposed to the guy in the I mean for the guy in Otronicon um, he got drawn in because we actually set up a giant screen that just mimicked our phone yeah and he was like what is he was more of like what is happening I don't mm-hmm. understand so that, that I don't understand. And then when he looked at it and started paying attention, so we captured him within, like, what, a couple seconds? Mm-hmm. So a normal video content is going to be around, like, seven seconds. You keep somebody 13 seconds. Well, we keep somebody for, like, we keep someone's attention span from, like, and we have to, you have to really measure your data. We, yeah. we understand where we, we keep their attention span, so we're pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, what do you do next? They're only going to be wowed for, like, 13 seconds, 14, right. 15 seconds, whatever it may be. Then you got to do something with it, and that's where we capitalize. Like, we're really good at capturing that experience mm-hmm. and then making them go somewhere else. Like, not just look at this AR piece right. and start Here's an action. Here's an action. Here's an like... action. I want you to go buy this item now. I right. want you to do something. And then it's really valuable to not just, you know, now it provided value to the person who just bought it from me as well as the person holding the card. It's really odd now. Like, I have people who still have our business cards, and... They're just looking at new updates or looking at the dollar right. bill. And the funny thing is, I'm like, everyone thinks we're selling business cards. We're not. Right. Like, that's nothing to do with our business model. It just happened to be what people would like to buy from us mm-hmm. and what we're known for. But they're just really running. And it's a boring market, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't you're able to upgrade that. that, yeah. Like, I really don't want to do that. So we're doing it for, like, 
you know, like even like menus or blueprints and right. showing off cool items. Like they have to showcase in, you know, like giant mechanical pieces they can't ship out and they can't ship out. So it's right. like, it's not just a business card where you get to do them on anything else. See, and this is, <laughs> this is what, I've, what, I, what I think, um, you know, is key for you guys. And, and it's that this is, this is the technology right now that is, is growing and you're st- we're still learning where it can apply and what it can apply to, right? I mean, I've, yeah. I've got companies in, in Orlando that are, you know, building, like, uh, overlays for, you know, mechanical or uh, yeah. engines, right? And the exactly. overlays to, to, to train soldiers how to yeah. know, fix these things. We get and, a lot of training things, and like, yeah. which is cool. Or, like, if you look at an engine and you can just scroll around it and be like, okay, these are the parts you need to unscrew or what yeah. you need to service. I can't do car repair to save my life. Like I literally would would would, right. r- would rather die than do it. But uh, if I had an overlay that said, you know, here's the here's your Sentra. I, I drive yeah. a Sentra if everyone wants to know. <laughs> um, but I drive, But here's like the engine, and here's here's how that works together, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. That's something that I think um, I feel like the appeal is 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 yeah. there's so many applications apparent uh, yeah. potentially. Just as the air, and the thing is, everyone's like. And we get approached all the time, like, okay, yeah, you know, you have potential threats. I'm like, actually, like, the potential threats are being, like, these wearables for your eyes, mm-hmm. like, Magic Leap. And I'm like, no, our goal is to be in there. Like, that's right. what we... The phone was just an alternative and easy point to get into right. the market. Right. We're trying to get into, you know, these wearables, like, yeah. where eventually we can hit masses. That's like an app builder being afraid of the iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, I'm like, going to make the iPhone. I'm like, no, are you can right. just make BlackBerry apps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, that, that, and that's the thing when you, when you talk about technology and, and, and startups, I mean, there's so much technology out there. Like, as an early company, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, how, how do you keep up with what's out there when it comes to, you know, your industry? Because you have yeah. to keep up with it now, I imagine. Yeah. Um, actually, I've been reading tech since I've been really young. Okay. Like, really, I just know where, where to go right yeah. now. Yeah. But also, you can do, like, News alerts. Right, it's right. So anything. Sounds like, so basic, but that's really so the way you basic. do it, right? You can subscribe to like Google, and <laughs> you can even have email alerts about keywords. Well, we won't mention Google. They haven't. Oh, adver- well, they haven't they, advertised with us yet, yet, so yet. We'll, we'll give we them time. That paperwork we'll yet. give them time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dude, no, I'm just large kidding, company. But, it's gonna come. Right. It's gonna happen. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, but no, I mean, talk. Yeah, that is interesting though, because I mean, if the, you yeah. literally just go, if you just sign up for a newsletter for these keywords of your industry. You'll get in your inbox every single day about what new thing just happened. Who's who's beating you? Who's beating who you're you? beating? Who? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm ahead of the curve or I'm behind the curve. And then you're like, I can release these articles now. Right. Right. Like it's so funny, but people are just like, you'll get I like I get tagged every day on something with AR like every day <laughs> that I've seen them all like I I mean there's sometimes I haven't seen them but it, right. thank you thank you everybody who actually does tag me on these things but. Right. But like I, I see them all the time, and it's nice to see that you're you're tagging me them to think about it. But like that's also one relative news. As long as your people know, mm-hmm. you know, like if they know what you do and they tag you in it, like that's how I get some. I gotta at. say that that sounds that sounds uh, <laughs> it, like it could be borderline annoying unless you really <laughs> love what you do, yeah. <laughs> which is like I mean I love what I do, but man, please tag me <laughs> some dog videos or right. something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, talk to me. You know. You know. As a. Um, you know. What are some of the challenges that you have faced uh, over? I mean, you're, you're 26. Yep. yep. Um, and you've been an entrepreneur. 
if I if I recall, you you've always had an idea, like yeah. a, you've always been an idea person, right? But this is your first kind of full fledged. This is my first legal startup. Right, right, right. Legal like, not as I didn't do sell drugs or anything. It's right. just like this one's registered with the state. Right. <laughs> like I pay taxes. Certified also. one, certified. <laughs> um, but like you know what what is it about entrepreneurship that kind of drew you into it? Draws you still? It seems. Yeah, uh, I like providing opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty fun. To actually create something, see it work, and then, you know, pay people for it. Right, Like, right. that's fun. Uh, I think since I've been younger, i just always been trying to create some, like, a, some sort of income. Mm-hmm. And, like, a, like I, I guess, like, it gets a bad stigma, but I'm a hustler. Like, mm-hmm. like Cassidy, man. I'm a, I'm a hustler. <laughs> like, I like it. Like, you hustle, like, if, if you, once you lose that drive, like, you're out of the game. But, mm-hmm. like, this whole thing is a game. Like, I'm really competitive. So if you have a startup, of course I want to compete against you, but I realize that like competing isn't the answer sometimes. Right, right. So, but what what is the you know the entrepreneurship in the last ten years or ever since actually ever since the economic downturn downturn yeah. when you were sixteen by the way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but even when that when that went down I mean a lot of entrepreneurship went up obviously because a lot of people were out of jobs yeah. and all that kind of stuff but the economy's kind of coming back. Um, what is it that you know, why do you think people s- still keep doing it and still keep because everybody thinks it's that American dream, man. Yeah. I'm like, my parents are, you know, we're from a third, we're from a third world country. Mm-hmm. It's like your drive, like you, you, uh, you want that American dream where you want that freedom of being your own boss. But you realize like, I mean, as you start doing this, you're like, realize you're not your own boss. You're all your client's boss. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're actually owned by more people. Now there's right. some more strings that tied to you. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, why do I still like is that, this? Is that scary? <laughs> is that scary as you're like early on and you're seeing that kind of start? Yeah, up? it's super scary because you're like, you affect everyone. Mm-hmm. Like the day you don't, the day, like me being here right now, not being on my phone. Right. Will cause something. Like it, it's just. Well, it's I apologize funny. for that. No, not at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it's a ripple effect and I don't like, like I like it and I don't like it. Like you want to feel important. You want to feel like a celebrity. I was like, cool, look at all the things that come with it. Mm-hmm. Like, people always forget, like, oh, I want to be my own boss, but realize what comes with it. Mm-hmm. But, and people forget it all the time. What What do you do? Like, it, I, I'm imagining, you know, it's funny because I, I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. And most entrepreneurs I ask probably will say they don't have any free time. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, but what are some things you like to do, like, when you are able to yeah. disconnect I, or unplug? So now I've made it more apparent that, like, you take vacation time. Like, mm-hmm. not vacation, but you take time off because you'll burn out. Right. And I've been going at this for a while, so I was like, I'm going to burn out. And everyone keeps telling me. So I play basketball. If mm-hmm. anybody ever wants to come play me, right. <laughs> I will beat you. <laughs> um, I just started picking up golf. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting really good at that. I just played this weekend. So. Is, is it tough <laughs> to be on the golf course, though? I mean, knowing that... And I know that you're, yeah. you're, you're, con- you're convincing yourself to disconnect, and I get that. Yeah, you but is it tough to be out there, though, knowing that you, know, you could be doing something for your Yeah, company? so actually... Joey, and my partner is, is Joey. Joey's my partner, okay. as well as uh, David. Two business partners, great to have. Um, they when I went to Seattle for the first time, like when uh, like my first time in Seattle, and um, I'm away from the company. This is how it feels like when I'm golfing or something. You know, mm-hmm. like you're just away from your phone. They came up to me and they're like, "You built a company, not a sole proprietor." Remember that, Alfred. So like, you don't have to do everything. Right. And you're like. I don't need to do everything. <laughs> you need to realize that as a, as a company, like you build up these key partners, like these people with you mm-hmm. because they can handle things when you're not there. So set some time for yourself. Right. You right. really need to set time for yourself. Cause like when you don't, you're going to kill yourself. 
Well, I mean, you, you talk to me about um, as a startup, as an early stage company, uh, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Um, you haven't been around very long. Definitely a startup. But but what's what's the uh, you know what would you advise other kind of uh, maybe college kids who are studying entrepreneurship right now or or trying to figure out what they want to do. Um, I, I feel entrepreneurship is not for everybody, but no, no. but what would you advise those who who say that they want to take this plunge? Don't do it. Don't 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 do it. Okay. Um. Now the ones that will do it now, go for it. Right. Like, <laughs> go for it, because you're like listening to me and you're like, he said don't do it, and you listen to me. You're you don't have the right. You don't have what it takes. Right. Right. Like, if, if that's all that it takes yeah. for you to say, yeah, to not I'm like, do is it. that was is that what it took? But like, if you now if you are gonna like not listen to me and take it on, then put everything into it. Start networking today. Mm-hmm. Like, don't wait for tomorrow. If you need to get hype and go listen to Gary Vee for a while, go right, do right. that. Like, that's fine. He's definitely the guy to get you started, but not what you should be listening for. Like, and you you got to remember, you don't know everything. Right. Actually, you probably know nothing. Right. I'm like, I know nothing right now. You're listening to this, trying to figure out what to do. I'm I like, made sure I, I got the guy who knew nothing to start yeah. my podcast with. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> no, but people don't get it. It's like, you, you, like you're going to pivot 100 billion times and you're going to fail. So everyone says fail fast. But like, get up faster. Like, yeah. And and I guess that's like a weird. Like I'm just. I feel like a motivational speaker every time I talk about like right. stuff. But like that's all it takes. Like you're gonna have to wake up one day and and feel terrible, and then the next day you're gonna feel great. But then on the end of the day, you just gotta know what you're working for. You know. Um. But if if it's like freedom that you're looking for, know what you're signing up for. Like, if you don't like what you're gonna like, if you don't like your startup idea, mm-hmm. pivot to one that you're gonna like. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that um, there for, for several years, there's this big energy around startups, around entrepreneurs. I'm not just talking about Orlando yeah. or even Florida. I'm talking about nationwide. You saw ecosystems popping up everywhere, yeah. right? Um, some of them lasted. Some of them did not. Like, I mean, as far as startups, that's the nature of the game, right? Um, you know, where, where do you think uh, all of that energy comes from? Like, what, got, like, what do you think gets people excited about the, the, the uh, I'll call it a myth, but, but like even at the reality of, of entrepreneurship? They see Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they see yeah. they see these giant They want to be Zuckerberg. Com- yeah, they yeah. see that. They see a Snapchat. They see it an Instagram. They see these massive buyouts because these awesome <clears throat> articles. But then they, they what they don't see is the raw data of how many fail. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're like, how many actually succeed? Right. And then they're like and then it's so funny because everyone thinks it's easy because they're like, Oh, Zuckerberg just did he just put up a website and everybody went on it and you're right. like well, how did he do it? Right. Like, let's think about how he got the people in there. I'm like, and no one does. No one thinks about how to go to the market. I think that is one thing. Someone like, if you're gonna start a company, understand how to reach your customer. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't, like, you're gonna. I fail mean, these are these are these are, and this sounds so elementary, but these are these are businesses. I mean, yeah. these are. I mean, these are. You know, you if 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 you're a, uh, uh, you know, just some person and you, you see. Um, any company like a Lockheed Martin, who has some, mm-hmm. or, or any, or, I mean, they all had their start as startups. Yeah. But they were the ones that they were able to grow and continue to, to keep expanding. Yeah. But nine out of ten, and I think that's a conservative number. Nine out of ten fail, right? Nine yeah. out of ten go out of business within a year, and if you go five years, even more than that. Yeah. Um. You know, here here's a question, and I, I I hope you know it. I don't mean it in a in a no, bad way. What makes you think you're different? I am different. It's just, it's literally the team. Yeah. Okay, so what makes us different? 
we could have failed in the early stages, like, I mean, really early beginning, but I believe it's our team that makes us different. People buy teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody that we have is, well, actually, I know, we don't quit. So we might be hit with, you know, like three or four blows, but we're not going to, we're not, we're going to back up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So that's what it takes. I, I don't think it's about, like, I don't even think it's talent. I yeah. think it's just the personality of the people. And that's why I think we're different. I've okay. watched a lot of other people and like just out of my own class, like just pivot or fail. Like they're mm-hmm. just not doing it anymore. And like I see that all the time. Yeah, I, I see I'm, they just stop doing I write it. I'll write about it and I'm not saying it's my fault, but yeah. I'll write about a startup and then uh, next yeah. thing you know, months or maybe in a couple of years down the road, um I, I notice they're not they're not uh they're, they're not no longer in business. And I'll tell you, they don't tell me when they go out of business either. They tell me when the good yep. stuff happens, but Yeah. <laughs> they're really excited and go yeah. right? And then but then they're out of business. They're like, I don't want them to know about my failure. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think, and I think that brings up a topic that I'm very passionate about, which is the willingness and the the ability to be transparent about your failure. Because I think, yeah. I think, uh, as an ecosystem, if if and and they were um, there was it's been I think Catalyst co-working space here downtown they they hosted something called fuck up nights i believe right and, and so. have That's you heard awesome. about that no. yeah yeah they they they, 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 they did it at right least this. once maybe twice yeah people went up there That's and we're talking about their their failures however sometimes i see those events and they turn into a pitch for your next venture right so it's kind of it's yeah. kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a I, I get the i get it yeah. too i get an entrepreneur you want to put your name out there as much yeah as you can, and everybody but, pitches to everybody i'm like yeah exactly i get it i hear you every day so and I mean, believe me, man, I get pitched every day. I'm like, I don't, and honestly, I'm saying, like, it's great to hear your idea. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jump on your venture. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, I'll tell you, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to, to do this. Um, and I have a lot of respect for it. Now, now one of the things that I, uh, anyway, so I was saying, like, even my intro, I mentioned that, that the, 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 the ecosystem needs, like, voices of people who are succeeding. I think that's yeah. something that is very interesting to, to, to see. Um, when you look at Orlando, right, as, as an ecosystem, as a community, there's been some conflicts. There's been some back and yep. forths with, with company on company, group versus group. I mean, UCF has a strong presence here in, in downtown, or pardon me, in, uh, in the greater Orlando area yeah. um, for supporting startups. I mean, uh, what is it about, what do you think Orlando should do um, maybe not, doesn't even have to be from a municipal level. I just mean in general that the ecosystem should do to improve where we are. Cause we can always improve no matter where you are. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a tough question. That's yeah. what the city is literally trying to figure out right now. Like what do we do? Right. My solution is, it's funny, but I think a lot of these companies, like, I mean, forget the feud, like I don't even care for any of that, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many young people coming in to, like, the startup scene right. that we don't know about the feud, and we shouldn't know about it because yeah. we don't really care. We are worried about our own problems mm-hmm. and survival. So providing us, like, you know, resources and tools on how to reach the market mm-hmm. is more valuable. Yeah. Like, telling us, like, where to go, like, that, that'd be one way to improve it, you know? Yeah. Like, help us... Create, create something like Orlando Tech and Beers where we can conjugate all together, unite, and figure out how we can get to somewhere else. Yeah. Because I think one thing we should do is sell, like, reach the market outside of Orlando. Mm-hmm. Everyone stop pitching to everybody here. <laughs> stop. Pitch outside of Orlando now. Because you know what? If we need more money, we should bring money into Orlando. Right. And then we can spend it here. That's cool. Right. But, like, my last client was in Portugal. <laughs> I was like, guys, we have the internet. It reaches right. everywhere. Right. 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 I was like, that is something that it's new. it's so new. Like, people don't know how to market this way. But if we market out 
outside of Orlando. We get we bring in leads. Team up with somebody who can generate leads, right? right? Get leads outside of Orlando, outside of the state, outside of this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring money here. Then we can help Orlando grow because we're bringing money in and we can spend it here. I think I think what what to me is 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 a, a good thing about Orlando. I mean, I think there are a lot of good things about Orlando yeah. startup system. Um, there's um, and what, one of the major things is, believe it or not, I just think UCS, UCF, sorry, UCF, <laughs> and it's uh, uh, and it's um, second largest university in the country. So that's a lot of bodies. That's a lot of yeah. potential entrepreneurs who could you know jump into a marketplace. Now, obviously, not everyone is, is cut out for it. I get that. Yeah. Um, but I think I think when you look at, I mean, that's that's every. What every year, every semester, there's another, there's a bunch of people coming back out, um, and you don't want them to leave Central Florida, and so I mean, I think I think you're right, spot on with those resources. I mean, did you ever have a problem finding resources around here? All the time. Yeah. Like yeah. every yeah, like every day. I mean, UCF p- provides a thing called um the Blackstone or Launchpad. <coughs> yeah, Launchpad. Launchpad, yeah. right? Yeah. It's cool. Like, thank you for the effort and everything. That wasn't helpful. It wasn't really like yeah. it. It was. It did. It did okay but it needs to be improved yeah but like how do you improve it like well you need someone to go through and tell you what's wrong with it like if you're gonna listen to me today honestly like the people you had coaching weren't or haven't been through a startup or maybe Mm -hmm. in a successful business i was like bring a person who has been you know like that or like somebody who can help in with these industries or maybe even like if it's not that, you get this person to reach out to somebody within the industry mm-hmm. and then bring them in to help coach that one company. But like, and, I, and I'll tell have, you, and, have hard resources. And, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, I think, I think, um, you know, it. I, I've seen that in 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 multiple places in Orlando. Yeah. Not, not to not to like uh, you know come come down on on you know the yeah. support systems around here, but there does seem to be some. Uh, uh, lack of um, diversity in, in, in experience yeah. when it comes to the, the, the people they do yeah. bring in. Yeah. And it's cool. Like, everybody doesn't know everything. Like, right. everyone specializes in something. And I'm okay with the taking advice from multiple people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'm early stage. I listen to so many other companies and startups. I help out other startups the way I can. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know it, I pass it along. Right. But, like, I think that's what we need to do here. We should help each other. We're not trying to steal your ideas. Like, no one is. Mm-hmm. Like, we get it. You have a golden idea. Go for it. You right, know, we're just right. going to help you move that thing forward. I'm not here to take it. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you. I mean, there, there are a lot of factors here that, that make me just really positive on it, yeah. right? I mean, the, 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 the little little scuffles of the past yeah. year, that was, to me, that was, that was very worthless. But I think, I think there is a lot here that... Um, you know, uh, I hate I, I hate that rising tide all boats crap. Yeah. You know, but I mean the truth is there's so much here that if everyone were pushing the same way, this this place could be um, yeah. pretty, pretty big. But we are like in the last couple of like you know, like I mean just months of me just seeing it, it there's been huge changes and it's good. Yeah. Like we make a lot of good changes and headway towards things. It's just unbelievable what we're gonna become, but it's just gonna take a lot of effort to do it. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's you know we can end that end that end this here. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I think I think um, I appreciate you coming on for the first thank you for episode. You know, and yeah. and uh, hopefully in about a, a year I'll be writing the story of your yeah. your your 
Might big need to buy out or something. Multi million dollar <laughs> exit. <laughs> uh, but Alfred Alfred Espital, he is with Team Launchable here yep. in downtown Orlando. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. All right, take care. Take care, guys.